in case you missed it on Newsbreak. The formation of our Congress comes at a crucial time in our history. It is crucial because it's an important force in the struggle for our liberation. Our liberation from this apartheid regime and liberation from the class exploitation we face. Those are the captivating words of J.S.C. Naidu at the launch of the Congress of South African Trade Unions, COSATU, in 1985. Better known as J., Naidu is the founding general secretary of the federation, which served as a backbone to the African National Congress, ANC, during the fight against apartheid. A regime that Naidu fell victim to at the tender age of four when he and his family were evicted from their home in Greenwood Park, south of Durban, due to the Group Areas Act. He later served as a minister in former President Nelson Mandela's cabinet from 1994 to 1999. But his political journey started in 1976 when a 15-year-old Naidu met struggle activist Steve Biko at a rally at Reservoir Hills, west of Durban. Naidu credits Biko for igniting his passion for activism when Biko said, You may sacrifice your life, but at the end of the day, you would have lived your life with a purpose. And his terms and his words rang in my head, you know, that the mind of the oppressed was the main weapon in the hands of the oppressor. And I realized that my sense of inferiority was mine. And if I dealt with it inside myself, I could free myself. Naidu says although he became a prisoner of hope, he still felt deeply compromised by the shackles of servitude. A time when we were struggling against the injustice of apartheid that had robbed us of our human dignity, you found that your life was completely barricaded from a reality and you begin to believe that you are inferior to white people. And this is something that the new generation doesn't understand. Living as a freedom fighter at a time of great uncertainty, Naidu says he faced danger on a daily basis. I faced violence. You know, I had guns at my head. I had uh, uh, the brutality of police during strikes that we had. I mean, we uh, had to go into hiding. I was in a number of death lists at that pe- during that period. And so I still consider that the deepest trauma I suffered was psychological. Naidu says the trauma of apartheid must never be underestimated. It is a trauma that has left him psychologically scarred. Apartheid was violent. It was a violent crime. It was a heresy against apartheid. That brutality of the pain and suffering, which is psychological, must never be underestimated. One of the big challenges we have today of understanding how to deal with the trauma is why we still have so much violence. There's a wound in this country. A deep wound that we have to heal. Tying his life in a tight knot to the future of South Africa, Naidu often lived on the run. He says due to the dangers he faced, he was unable to share his life or have love interests. I never believed that I would live very long because it was dangerous. You know, often I lived with a little suitcase in the back of my car. I traveled and sometimes had to shift and change homes continually. It was dangerous. So I never intended ever to have a permanent relationship. I couldn't because it was too dangerous. But all that changed in 1990 following the release of Mandela. At the relaunch of the ANC Youth League, Naidu met award-winning French journalist Lucy Paget. He says Paget brought a great deal of love into his life, completely changing his perspective. I always had this view that I would die early. And uh, 36 was actually the age. I don't know, it was a number that just came into my head, you know. Lucy Paget, she happened to be at a stadium on the 27th of October 
when the NC Youth League was being launched. And of course, one thing led to the other and uh, we fall in love. The old J, the machine, the, the revolutionary found a heart and a new J was born. Naidu says marrying Paget is one of his most extraordinary achievements, a day he vividly remembers. Our wedding happened to be on the, on the tennis court of my greatest friend, Omar Motani. Everyone was there, Oliver Tambo and Adelaide Tambo, uh, you know, Walter and Albertina were there. Mandela came and he arrives casually dressed. And when people say, but this is a wedding, he says, no, but Jay is a trade unionist. I don't expect everyone to be dressing up in a suit and tie. And the amazing thing was Adelaide Tambo spoke and she said to Lucy, do you know that Jay is married already? And she just her mouth drops and her mother is there and her mother's mouth drops and say, what is this? Jay never told us he was married, you know? He says, but he's married to the country first. You are the second wife. And my wife only understood later that it's true. Today, Naidu plays a different role. He currently lives on a farm with his family in the Eastern Free State and works closely with farm workers. He is a trustee of Earthrise Trust and on the board of the Mo Ibrahim Foundation. He says he continues to strive for transformation in the country. I'm an elder. I can speak truth to power. I need nothing from anyone. I don't want a job. I don't want to go into government. I'm not involved in business. I'm not involved in civil society. But my role is to create a safe container within which the next generation is able to have a conversation about solutions to the many challenges that we face today in this country. Naidu remains committed to sculpting an ideal South Africa. His message is unequivocal. Significant action must be taken immediately if we want future generations to live in a world that we take for granted today. For Newsbreak, I'm Talisha Naidu in Durban. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.